to Color My Life Happy with Maria Lessitz, Law of Attraction Happiness Coach and Motivational Speaker. I'm on a mission to change the world by helping you thrive through any adversity, no matter what. So let's start coloring your life happy now. Hello, Color My Life Happy listeners. I'm happy to be doing this show today, and it's going to be a continuation, actually, of a previous show where we were talking about processing grief. And, you know, it's it's a process, right? It just doesn't happen where you have grief one day and it ends the next. No, that doesn't happen that way. It's a journey. And I want you to um, just really embrace the journey and allow yourself, like I said in my previous episode, to really feel the full range of emotions. There can be sadness, depression, anger. Um, there's so many different feelings that you could have during this time. You could also uh, basically end up being like someone like myself is an extrovert. I'm, I'm out there, I'm happy, I'm positive, and I talk a lot. But as somebody like that, naturally in my personality, you know, after my mom passed, I actually was a little bit more inward, a little bit more introverted, a little bit more uh, reflecting, thinking, uh, you know, waking up maybe in the middle of the night and maybe looking at a couple pictures of my mom and, and just processing and thinking and not necessarily talking a lot about it. And that's okay too. So, you know, to reiterate from the last episode, I do highly recommend that you allow yourself to feel the range of emotions, no matter what they are. However, keeping in mind that, you know, it's okay to feel whatever you feel. The key is to be self-aware and that when you stay in a place that's a, a really deep, dark place for a long time, consistently, day after day after day, that's when it starts to uh, really negatively impact your own life. So there has to be a heightened awareness of your emotions and how deep they're going and how you're processing it each and every day. So, you know, again, to reiterate, last week or the last time I talked about uh, finding some way to connect with your loved one that you lost. And, you know, I've been doing that a lot lately. I, you know, I think I mentioned in the last time about, you know, all of a sudden seeing a hummingbird that keeps on coming every morning, you know, when I'm having breakfast and, you know, the hummingbird is tiny and my mom was tiny too. And, you know, it just seems interesting how I never really had that consistency before she passed where there was this hummingbird coming to feed off the feeder now consistently all the time, every time, every morning, like clockwork, uh, she or he, but you know, the hummingbird comes and, and sits there and, and sometimes just sits there and doesn't even drink anything. And, you know, just kind of sits there while I'm having breakfast. And I find comfort in that, you know, and it's what we tell ourselves, right? It's the stories we tell ourselves that can either, either feel disempowering and make us feel even more depressed, or there can be stories we tell ourselves that bring us comfort and relief. And as you know, if you're a law of attraction student, that finding the feeling of relief is like the best thing you could do to pivot your vibration. So I'm doing everything I can to bring relief into my vibrational being. I look at some pictures and, you know, there's a little video of her where she's blowing kisses that I took a while ago. And I just, you know, play it with not even any sound. I just watch her blowing kisses to me. Now, for me, that brings me relief. 
It makes me feel connected to her. I want to note that everybody's different. And so like my father, for instance, he surrounds himself by all the pictures of her and he cries and he gets even more depressed and he holds on to the pictures and there's a deep, deep sadness. And I'm not judging him for that. Everybody has a different process. Yet by continuing to even move the pictures so he sees it more, it is not doing anything in any type of relief way for him. It's actually putting him in a deeper depression. So what I want you to do is be more self-aware and see if the activities you're doing to connect with your loved one who is not here in physical body right on this earth If the things you're doing are making you feel some connection, relief, love in a different way, great. Keep on doing it. But if some of those things you're doing are putting you deeper and deeper into that hole of depression and sadness and making you feel worse, then I strongly encourage that you do something else. You think of just relief. You think of some story that you could tell yourself that's going to bring you that feeling that's like, okay, I I can connect. Um, She or he is still here. And by the way, this applies to fur babies, to animals, to pets that you have too. I have clients that are so um, attached and love their pets so much unconditionally and that I've had some that have lost their pets. So when they die, they feel the same way as if they've lost a loved one, a human being. You know, it's the same thing, right? Grief is grief. I mean, if you lose someone, it's it's still, or per, or an animal, it still hurts. It's still something because you had a connection there. So a lot of these steps still apply. You know, one of my clients actually made paw prints of uh, their their pet that they lost. And, you know, they always have that and it's a connection. And maybe there is a little bit of crying that happens when she looks at it or she feels it, but there is also the connection there. That, that connection, the remembering the times and the love that she felt for her pet. So I really want you to be have a heightened self-awareness of where you're at on this journey and realize that your loved one has just taken on a new form. Maybe they're not here in body. I know, you know, sometimes I feel, wow, you know, I haven't seen my mom, literally seen her, her physical body, you know, in, in, in over a month and a half or so. And it's still fresh, obviously, a month and a half still fresh. And yet... I know that that was just her physical body and that I can still talk to her. I can still connect with her. I can even, and this is something I've been doing every once in a while, I might ask a question to her or ask for some signs or before I go to bed, you know, say something like, you know, hey, mom, visit me in my dream. And, you know, she actually, after I did that the first time, she actually did visit me in my dream. And it was kind of cool. It's like, you know, ask for what you want. Ask for the signs. But here's the key again. True true to law of attraction. Do not be attached to when you will you will see those signs. Do not be attached that you have to get a sign from your loved one. You don't have to, but you can ask for it. Hey, send me a sign. Let me know that you're here with me. 
And you never know, you might get a sign with a number, a number that was affiliated with your loved one. Uh, you know, you might see that on a clock. You might see that on a license plate. You know, sometimes I'll see that number on a microwave oven, <laughs> you know, but either way, like if you ask, ask for what you need and talk to your loved one on a regular basis. I do that. Sometimes I have full-fledged conversations with my mom. You know, yeah, if anybody was here and listening to me, maybe they'd go, okay, who are you talking to? But why not? You could talk to your loved one just because they're not physically here. You could still talk to them. And it's a way of connecting and bringing you a feeling of not only connection, but relief that you still have an ongoing relationship. So I want you to just remember that it's all about how you feel in this present moment that will pave the way for your future. And what I mean by that is that even during a, the process of grieving, yes, we're going to have different emotions, but I want you to know yourself so well that you know when it's going downhill. That maybe even like my dad, where I see that he's getting more silence, he's getting more depressed, he's missing her more and more and more, that I have a hunch that maybe he's crying all the time. And, you know, I'll say to him, you know, dad, um, maybe you could, you know, because he likes to connect with people in general and with the coronavirus happening and him having a lot of um, risk factors, you know, he's not really connecting on a social way. So I've found things for him to do. You know, there was a organization online that does Zoom calls with music and he loves to sing and he loves to connect with people and he knows how to do Zoom because I've taught him and I, I've downloaded on his computer but what's interesting is he's turning away all those things. It's like he doesn't want to help himself. And hey, I'm not judging that either. That's his journey. But I want you to want to help yourself, especially if you want to have a beautiful life from here on in and you want to live life fully. So choose, like claim it right now that I want to help myself I want to do something that's going to help me to move on in a way that's healthy. Now, let me make it very clear. Move on does not mean you forget your loved one. It does not mean that you, you know, because I will say when I said that, just forget your loved one. Sometimes like I'll find myself going, oh my God, like, you know, I don't want to forget mom or, you know, because you feel the sense of moving on. But you know, you're never going to forget that person that you love, that you lost. They're always here. There's a, they're always here in your heart and soul. And again, they just have taken on a new form. You won't forget. And matter of fact, you could be honoring your loved one by continuing to live your life as fully as you possibly can. I'm sure, like I know, my mom wants me to be happy. And whether she was here on earth or whether she's now in heaven, um, she wants me to be happy. Well, being happy is not putting myself deeper and deeper in a hole of depression. Being happy is not stopping my life because she's gone. Being happy would be choosing to get used to and accustomed to this new relationship and moving on with my life in a joyous way and making myself number one and doing what I love, 
teaching others how to thrive through adversity, loving people more, being kind to people, respecting people. Like that to me is the core of living life, living life to the fullest and honoring yourself and who you are and not letting anybody else affect what you think of you, which I am definitely doing full force. You know, it's the confidence in you. And it's also that heightened awareness that you have to have about your emotions. And there's a healthy balance here. Again, healthy balance. You can feel the range and the full spectrum of emotions. But as time goes on, if you continue to just pivot a little, reach for that feeling of relief, which could come in the form of looking at a video like I do, which is my mom blowing kisses at me, or telling yourself the story that you t- you will be okay. It's okay. You will have and build this new relationship. Or relief just might be giving yourself some extra love, unconditional love. Self-care is a beautiful thing during this time. It's something that will benefit you a great deal. You know, get, uh, listen to something that's very uplifting or get a massage or, you know, dance a little or listen to some music that lifts you up or makes you feel connected. There's so many things you could do. Journal, journal your feelings. But remember, again, with journaling, journaling is one of those things that I, there's two sides to it. If journaling makes you feel like you're venting and, it, and it's releasing something and it feels really good to let it out on paper, then go for it. But I find sometimes people with journaling or writing things down, they reiterate and they talk about all the pain and all the negative stuff. And sometimes it puts them again deeper into that negative state. And that's when I feel that Something like that would not be beneficial to your own vibrational being and to be able to thrive through any adversity. So I hope this episode was helpful and I want you to know I'm always here. Again, colormylifehappy.com. Feel free to write to me. Let me know what you're going through. Let me know what you'd like to pivot and listen, choose to have a love and life rest of the day in peace, harmony, Love, kindness. Take care. Bye.